0: What is up? It's Robert Trejo, your host of A Bucking Spurs Podcast. This episode is just a recap. USA is out of the FIBA World Cup Tournament, going down against France. Patty Mills is still fighting. Australia is still pushing, advancing to the quarterfinals. But Marco Bellinelli is out. Chimezie Metu is out. And Derek White, obviously is no longer playing as well. So we're just going to break down a little bit of that. Then before you go, I'm going to give you, in honor of 9-11, where I was, that where were you 9-11 story that everyone likes to hear. Um, give you that before we go. But first, I'm going to drop it like it's hot. First things first, USA is out. Now, I think from the get-go, we knew that this USA team was just as good as everybody else. They weren't the clear-cut favorite. Uh, We didn't have our A squad out there. Let's take a look at the stats in this game. Donovan Mitchell led the way with 29 points, and he balled out, yes, but... I mean, it wasn't enough. Kemba Walker only dropped 10 points, zero assist, three rebounds. And and those are the two guys that we need, that we've been riding their backs this entire tournament. So finally, once, you know, Donovan didn't have all that great of a game, even though in the stat sheet shows he had, he had 29 points. You know, when those two guys are struggling, we're going to struggle. And kudos to them because they have been balling out and carrying us every game so far in this tournament, and we've needed them. Harrison Barnes chipped in with four points. Uh, Jalen Brown nine points. Marcus Smart finished with eleven points. Uh, Our boy Derek White finished with four points and one assist, one rebound. You know it just wasn't enough to get it done. If you look, take a look at the France, uh, the France national team, the French national team. Uh, Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier of the Orlando Magics dropped 22 on us, dropped a 20-piece. They had two guys that scored in the 20-point-plus range, and that's Rudy Gobert, who was a monster on the board. 16 rebounds, 21 points. And then our, our expert, Nando DiColo. Shout-out to Nando Colo When he came into the fold in San Antonio, I was pretty hyped about him because he he uh, had the, the passing skill, right? And any point guard that can drop dimes, I'm a huge fan of. So Nando finished with 18 points as well. And those guys just took it to us. Frank Nilakina had 11. Uh, Nicholas Batum just kind of chipped away with five assists and six points. And, you know, it, they kicked our ass. To be honest, we were down. We, we fought our way back. Uh, it just wasn't enough. And that was the story against these teams that have been playing together. If you look at this squad from France, these are guys that have been playing together. This core group of guys, right? Nicholas Batum, Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert, Nando DiColo, Nando uh, Frank Nilakina, these are all guys that have been on this squad for a long time. Usually we see Tony Parker along in this squad too. But, you know, whenever we played against Australia, uh, Turkey, these teams that just have been having that continuity and each player knows their roles and they know how to execute. Their their roles are different from wherever they play outside of the FIBA game, but they see us, all of our players have roles on their NBA teams, but we're still trying to figure out our roles during this tournament right so during this tournament we're trying to see okay well who's going to be helping us here who's going to be getting our rebounds who's going to be leading us in assists who's going to be our lockdown defenders we're figuring all this out on the fly and it just wasn't enough to to play uh to to beat a team like France and uh I think that you know kudos to France congratulations congratulations to all the teams that are still in this in this uh in this tournament right so we have Australia Argentina took down serbia i don't think anyone saw that happening um so you know shout out to usa for holding it down it is september 11th so we're going to be a little extra patriotic today at the end of the episode, I'll be dropping my where I was on September 11th, right? But again, these NBA players, man, they gave up their summer. They they dedicated themselves to represent our country. And no matter what the result is, you got to be proud of these guys. They played their asses off. It wasn't because of a lack of effort why we lost today. It was just a lack of continuity, a lack of maybe some skill. Um, France was very good. Serbia was very good. Australia is very good. All these teams that, um, that played in this tournament are very good teams it's not like we're playing just these slack teams that don't know how to play basketball these guys are actually they're playing this game a lot better than we are but we're more athletic more stronger you know we're we're trying to figure it out on the fly whereas they already got their formulas ready to go and and some of the 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 post game clips that have come out uh since we've lost which is earlier this morning the players are coming out and they're talking about you know what it was this team was proud about what they did it wasn't about who wasn't playing because that's what the media like to talk about who wasn't on the team who dropped out this guy dropped out this guy dropped out who's not here and our team was never about that they were always focused on who was in that gym and how are they how they were going to make that work with the pieces that they have pop was talking about You know, these guys, they're super proud of these guys. And I think we all are, guys. I mean, if you saw these games, these guys played hard, man. This is a tough game and they played hard. So it was admirable to see them do that. And yeah, we were missing a couple key pieces. You know what I mean? We we had what we had and and I think we did a hell of a job. Because, like I said in the beginning of this of this rant or whatever I'm going on. Um we were just as good as no one else. I mean I sorry, we were just as good as everybody else meaning there wasn't really a lot of teams that were so below us besides maybe like Japan and 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 a couple of these other small smaller country teams, you know, a lot of these these teams that don't have any type of professional game, you know, on their roster, but we were just as good as anyone else too and and we could have lost and we could have won pretty much every game that we played. But we came up with a couple clutch W's, and every single person that's on this roster is going back to the NBA next year better. All right, let's take a break. Hey guys, Mike here, a friend from the podcast of Chibli's Playground. It's a podcast about board games, pasta, and a whole lot of fun. You can find out about sweet new games that are coming out, sweet old games that have been out for a while, and the best favorites. Who knows? Someone might even get a golden hoodie. Matt, tell them where you can find them. Uh, you can find us at uh, Chibli's Podcast at Twitter and Instagram. And also you can find us on uh Chibli's Playground.com. Wow, you guys nailed it. Good job, good job. Ah, Nailed it! I got an IMDb page, so... Shout out to our boy, Patty Mills. Patty is just a machine. He's out there killing folks. He knows his role. His role is to get buckets. You know, on our role, in his San Antonio role is to defend well to play the backup point to run the offense to hit open shots to find um the players that are there to score a lot of points which is not patty's role and he does our role the role that we have him in san antonio he does perfectly and when they adjust this role for him and it's not the first time that we've seen patty mills go off like this and just the way he comes off screens man the way he cuts hard the way he finishes off the glass like high off the glass low off the glass um the way he separates his defender from the ball with his body you know doing all those things and just get the way he gets his shot off from mid-range or from the three It's so much fun to watch. It's just so much fun to watch him do this because we all love Patty. Patty's an an honorary San Antonian for life. We know that. He's been with us for so long. He's a champion with us. And to see him have his moment to shine again because this isn't the first time like i said but it's, it's awesome to watch because he deserves it and i hope that's that's the team we're pulling for now i mean if if, if you're a spurs nation and you're still watching this feeble world cup you know we have argentina but manu's not there anymore, no so we can kind of you know you know pump the brakes off of argentina uh, they're an america team but they're part of that, you know, American World Cup uh, group, but nah, you know, nah. Manu, Manu, Manu held me close to Argentina for a long time. Held my heart close to Argentina for a long time. Um, I carried a flame for Argentina as long as Manu was there, and I still do, kind of, you know. But because I love the the basketball that they played for so many years with that team, but right now, I don't want Spain winning anything. I don't want Mark Gasol winning anything else. He just won a championship, right? Alright, Take it easy, Mark. Take it easy. Right, um, France, you know, again, same thing with Tony Parker. Uh, Tony Parker's not there anymore, so as much as I would always cheer for France, and I really let's get this year's this summer is all about Patty Mills. Let's all try to get on the Patty Mills train right now. Congratulate Derek White for everything that he's done in this FIBA Cup, but now let's go ahead and get behind Patty because that dude is world class on the court, world class in the community in san antonio starting his uh water his clean water project in australia for in australia uh for indigenous tribe uh members and areas over there that can't get clean water so he's doing that so he's just world class so let's give it up uh like we do for patty mills okay so let's talk about marco bellinelli really quick and the loss that they suffered to spain the one that knocked him out of the fiba tournament (laughs) Here's his quote. I have played an awful game. I take responsibility for that. I am sorry. A big part of that bad game is on me. Marco. Marco, no. Marco took the blame for the loss against uh, uh, Spain. Sorry. You know what? He had a terrible game. He was shooting three for 16 from the floor. Yeah, but you know what? Basketball games aren't won or lost on jump shots. Okay, Marco. You know that Marco, you know, even though Marco puts a lot of that team on on his back, which he should. Him and Andre, uh, uh, uh Galinari, Galinari, and Bellinelli were like the two captains of that team. They're the ones that that carried the load offensively, but you know what? A lot of you know, that sounds pretty familiar, you know, like us here in USA with donovan mitchell and kemba walker we put the load on those two guys and when one of those guys doesn't shoot all that well like kemba did for us it hurt us you know that's that's this tournament you have to be better than that you can't rely on one or two guys the teams that that play like a well-oiled machine are the ones that are going to end up in the in the finals you know that's why serbia getting knocked out was huge was a huge take for me but You know australia spain you know what i mean like those two guys those two teams are gonna be france you know those those are those are two well-oiled machines and in this tournament they're gonna they're gonna play good so marco you know was hard on himself and that just shows the passion the character that he has you know a leader always knows when to take the blame a leader is never afraid to take the blame a leader is always always gonna take the blame and always give the the praise to his teammates and to his coaching staff and to the people around him. That's what leaders do. And that's what Marco Bellinelli did all tournament. And we're excited for Marco. I think him playing in this tournament and uh, is going to not translate over until next season. Like I'm saying for all these young guys, like, oh, this is just going to carry on to next season. Actually, I think these minutes that he played in this tournament were we're we're pretty heavy on his legs, and so I hope right now he takes his his well-deserved break, his rest comes into next season healthy and energized, right? So maybe maybe we we put Marco down on the uh, down the totem pole on playing time. I mean, we all know Marco's you know Marco's the guy. Marco's Marco. He's he's gonna play big minutes and in the playoffs as long as the matchup isn't too crazy, he's gonna play. You know, because we all know he's not the best defender, but. If he can go out there and score points, you know, stretch the floor with this three ball, get get to the free throw line and 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 make the right pass, right, make the right play, then he's gonna play. And so we need Marco for the long haul. And I hope that this tournament didn't, you know, take a lot of the juice out of his engine, and he still has enough fuel left in the tank to start up a season in 20 days. 20 days, players. That's right, 20 days away from training camp. Then we're gonna see our young bucks in the gym. We're going to see these old guys come around, our new guys come around. I'm just so excited for training camp to start. We're going to talk a lot about that later on another episode. But those are my quick takes on the FIBA tournament. Uh, Go Team USA. We're proud of you guys. Uh, Go Patty Go. Marco and Chimezi. way to ball out, brothers. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. And then once we come back, I'm going to give you my Where I Was 9-11 story. Tez from the Clock End Talk and I know what you're thinking, what is a Clock End Talk? Well I can tell you, we're a podcast about the Arsenal Football Club, available on all good podcast apps, YouTube, Spotify, you can find us on Twitter at Clock End Underscore Talk, so come and join myself, Tony and Schwinn as we discuss the roller coaster of the Arsenal Football Club. I want to give you all my September 11th story. Everyone has one. Where were you at during September 11th? And if you're my age or even just a little bit younger than me, you remember that day. It's ironic that I'm a science teacher right now. I taught seventh grade science for many years. And when September 11th happened, I was in my seventh grade science class. Right. So it's kind of full circle uh, coming back around to to that moment. Um, That moment was. Was as a 13 year old, 12 year old kid, whatever I was at the time, it was, I didn't really grasp what was happening, what was going down, but I remember everyone was getting pulled out of school. I got pulled out of school, me and my sister, and we went to my aunt's house and we were watching the news, right? Every single person in America was watching the news. And you couldn't, you could have been, it doesn't have to be the news, <laughs> you could have been watching the Disney Channel and they were showing, they were showing 9-11 footage, right? So it was an epic day. And, and I just want to take a moment to to remember everyone who was lost, to remember everybody who fought to save somebody else that day. Uh, remember everyone that had to make that ultimate sacrifice in that building. Um, those that had to jump out or, or went down with it or, or whatever it is, those who went towards the the, the smoke instead of running from it. Right. Um, all the firefighters and, and policemen that that gave their lives or and even the, the, the ones that didn't and the ones that are still with us, you know, uh, thank God for that. This country is very, very proud. Today's a special day. And I just wanted to take a moment to remember those who served, who were there and all those troops that that served in, in Iraq and Afghanistan after 9/11 too, right? So we can't just just uh, forget about those guys as well. They a lot of people paid the ultimate sacrifice, not just on that day, but after that day as well. So shout out to all our armed force forces that went and served over there. My girlfriend's dad, you know, served over there, and uh, it's it's for all those families that had to deal with loss and and. And tragedy and depression and and not having a mother or a father in the home because they were all fighting in that war or they they were part of the tragic event on 9-11. We remember you guys I think of you guys all the time and I appreciate everyone that's 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 still out there serving for for our country and um, USA is proud and we're strong and uh, I think that event ultimately brought us closer together and uh we we can't forget we'll never forget USA all the way baby